Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 334, and today we'll be talking about Sugarberry Fever from Mau Mau, Here is a Pure Heart. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So, David, are you hungry for Mau Mau? I'm honestly hungry for some cobbler. Like, what a what a forgotten dessert for me personally. I feel, is it a regional dessert in the United States? Maybe more akin to the, the Southeast? I don't know. Well, I believe it is Parker Simmons who is always tweeting, or there was a stage where he was tweeting about, I don't know if it was Southern or Midwestern desserts, but I think Cobbler isn't the only thing he's interested in. We can uh, we can look forward to an episode where Mau Mau enjoys Snicker Pie, I'm sure. <laughs> that was quite the tweet uh, when I saw that whole little discussion about it's it's a it's a is it even a dessert per se? People thought at one point it had mayonnaise on it, but it's not mayonnaise, I believe. It's it's Snicker bars with a fruit, maybe like pineapple or something, coated in what is the white stuff? Please don't tell me it's mayonnaise. I think that was debunked. I don't know. The man is a wizard, and I do not presume to know his arcane ways. It's yeah. Apparently, it was some dessert-like thing in the style of other sorts of. Horrible mid-century desserts. It, it brought to mind like images of fruit and things suspended in gelatin, which uh, the Fairly Odd Parents actually did a pretty good job of spoofing. <laughs> but yeah, so cobbler. I would like some cobbler. It is an inherently funny dessert, as <laughs> especially with the joke as Mau Mau's trying to chop it up inside the monster near near the end in the climax, yeah. and he's it's like, already mush. It's already mush. There's nothing to cut, which is true. You can bake a cobbler and you just scoop it. And, and yet, GC the Pedant notes that in Mau Mau's little flashback, he had to put it out of its misery with his sword. So, I don't know, Mau Mau. I'm not sure if your story's adding up here. Man, this is uh, the darkest glimpse we've had yet into Mau Mau's past. He, his family made him kill his own cobbler. I just... <sighs> I mean, they have to know he's committed to the path of the hero. And it <laughs> deeply affected <laughs> Badgerclops and, and Adorabat. But not for too long. Yeah. They got over it. And they had other things to worry about. Like Mau's amazing ultimate form, which last Mau episode, we talked about how <laughs> sort of the ultimate form or final form of a snake appeared. And went away in an episode. It's like, all right, we've already done that now. So this is our, you know, Super Saiyan, you know, Golden Sonic, whatever, Pink Steven. Ultra Instinct Mau Mau. Yeah, we've had that. And we're probably not getting it back because Badgerclops asks, hey, is uh, this a thing you're going to be able to do from now on? Because I won't have to do anything, which Badgerclops was totally hoping the answer would be, yeah, you don't have to do anything anymore. But uh, apparently not. It was years of pent-up... Uh, Nah, <laughs> held in repressed repression. So now, of of course, I do have my video about how I think that at some point they have to make an episode where Mau Mau's dad lives his own golden truth. That would be pretty awesome. I, I really want to see that happen. I I do think that it's the way they presented it is that it just has come and gone, and it wouldn't happen again for Mau Mau. But it, it seems like. I guess, is this like a firm, real concept in the show? You seem to believe so, and I think it could be, like, if you live your real life. But the funny part to me is that it doesn't result in, like, a, a permanent change. 
It's just like you realize who you are and then you're back to being yourself again. Why would you want to be somebody else? You just figured out who you are, right? Right, which to me, I actually found that uh, really interesting because it reminded me of after Steven Universe Future ended and End of an Era came out, there's discussion in there about the concept of Pink Steven, who used to be called Perfect Steven. And there were sort of debates early on in the show, like Rebecca Sugar had this idea of like Steven having this perfect form, but it didn't make sense because... You know, Steven's supposed to be perfect as is, right? If Steven has a more perfect form, it feels wrong. And really, that's kind of the the whole premise of Pink Steven in in Steven Universe Future. Because, like, Steven never is really comfortable with what's happening and him being pink and and stuff. And then when he is comfortable with it, and when he accepts that power, it's a really bad thing. So, you know, thinking about in in this show as well, Mau Mau is very much concerned with identity. And this sort of plays in a, in a similar ballpark where, you know, he has a more perfect form, except it's, it's not actually a more perfect form. This isn't a thing he's going to do all the time. There isn't like Mau Mau normal and Mau Mau super. This is just a reflection of a moment of realization where he literally shoves it in his ancestor's face that he's going to yeah. enjoy Cobbler and that's just going to be fine. And they might have liked it, too. I mean, even when Badger Klops calls it out, he says, oh, he's he's living his golden truth. He, he doesn't say he's like ascended to his golden truth form or anything. So I, I think even even Badger Klops was kind of afraid this wasn't going to be permanent, even if he wanted it to be. But unfortunately, this is one of those realizations that stays scoped to Cobbler. <laughs> like, Mama is not uh, done. His character uh, transformation journey arc is not completed in just this episode but at the very least he can enjoy cobbler guilt-free maybe that can be his the final episode he ascends to his golden form permanently once he finally gets over all of his myriad insecurities <laughs> yeah i like how he pretends to be <laughs> badger Club's conscience uh, during the night as he's you know eyeing that cobbler and yet the thing that he brings up that is badger Club's greatest fear you know deep insecurity it's probably also Mau Mouse. It's a little bit, a little bit of yeah. a not a codependent relationship, but they definitely might have uh, been magnetically attracted to each other with similar things. They're kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah. Now, are are you ready for? I'm going to make an observation that you probably have in your notes. Are you ready for it? Okay. Just the 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 corrupt manner with which Mau Mau abuses his position as the <laughs> sheriff. To to steal cobbler, uh, it's like mm, for shame, Mau Mau. For okay, shame. Okay, but this is—I mean, this man has not shown himself to be a um, ideal I- ideal form of a sheriff. Like this is this is not new territory. He's definitely been probably the worst he's ever been in a while. But he has been pretty bad in the past. So you know, and look, he already committed to the premise that he was investigating this cobbler robbery, right? Like, he already dug himself in a lie with Badger Clubs and Dorbat, so, you know, he, he did this, he had to do it, right? He had no other choice but to carry through on, on this act. But no, yeah, it's a, it's a shame <laughs> that this is the only sheriff they have in town, and he's a corrupt, a truly corrupt one. And that's not the lesson he learns at the end. Like, the lesson's only <laughs> around Cobbler. It's not around, will I make uh. other choices like this? But luckily... Farmer Bun is having none of it. I really appreciated 
that a farmer bun can uh, hold his own, you know? I like where he rolls up his sleeves and he's got the <laughs> buff arms in the close-up. He's not messing around. And he's seen... Okay, apparently there's like a cobbler madness that exists in this universe. Yes, he's got the, he's got the fever. The fever, which, you know... Sugarberry fever, baby. Sugarberry fever. Whence cometh the episode name. Yeah, I don't know. I, also, does he farm cobbler or does he bake it? It seems like he's storing it up as if he's collecting it somewhere. Uh, I'm pretty sure he bakes the cobbler. He, he bakes the cobbler because he's made like actual vegetables before. So I, I assume that the cobbler is made from fruits that he grows somewhere on an orchard of his. Right. So, I mean, let's just think through the logistics of that, right? I mean, you know, let's be real. This is a world that's, you know, trying to commit us into uh, not just a fantasy, but a, a place that we truly believe in, right? I mean, I think that's really core to the idea of Mau Mau, right? I mean, I, I, th- I think Mau Mau has in-depth economics that rival even Spice and Wolf, so... I mean, obviously, we're meant to go down this rabbit hole. I mean, why else would the farmer be a rabbit? The world building is just so strong that I think it, it's worth thinking about how maybe this is just one mistake they might have made along the way, which is... I cannot for the life of me think about why he would bake all this cobbler ahead of time and store it. I I just, I think that he's a farmer. He might grow the ingredients for cobbler. He might bake cobbler as is needed to have a reasonable supply as people may buy it for him if he wants to be a, uh, you know, baker, pastry chef on the side. And yet uh, all he's really doing is creating a giant lure for monsters. I don't see it. I think this, this is a foolish man. And yet he's not a fool. He's not a fool like like the other sweetie pies. He really seems to kind of know what's going on. As you can see, you know, Farmer Bun is no fool. So that tells us one of a few things. Either monsters are big business and luring them is quite profitable. Ooh. Or having the, the cobbler equivalent of the patty vault is itself so valuable that it's <laughs> worth the risk. After ah. all, you do have a highly capable sheriff to protect you. The famous patty vault. I <laughs> questioned why the Krusty Krab had a giant vault of pre-made Krabby Patties when otherwise Spongebob seemingly always makes them on demand. This is a very good point. Maybe there is some uh, shared reasoning behind this that I don't understand because I'm not a great entrepreneur like Mr. Krabs or apparently Farmer Bun. I mean, remember, we never got to see Farmer Bun's security system. The monster had already taken care of it the first time. So if there was a little bit of singed fur on that monster, I would not be surprised. I'm surprised he didn't try taking up that monster himself with those buff Mm. arms. But, you know, whatever. I don't know. There's something going on here. Look, if I was like someone who building a giant conspiracy in Mama, which I absolutely should be at this point. We've talked so much about these episodes. But, you know, we've delved a little bit into like, you know, what's really going on with King Snugglemane? I, I think you could look at weird, isolated things happening in this kingdom and wonder why... You know, instead of it just hand-waving it away with cartoon logic or just it's for the joke, maybe there's a greater conspiracy going on. Especially food-related. Mm. Giant batches of cobbler stealing away, you know, monster eggs. Yeah, the Hydra egg conspiracy. That's a good right, one. Right, right, right. An entire episode. They both did lore monsters. I think yes, you're yes, on yes, something, yes, David. Yes, yes. I think King Snugglemane is trying to assemble an army. Ooh. Through the food. You notice Mama almost never kills the monsters. This one uh, only falls over, surprisingly. Sometimes they kind of evaporate, but this guy just uh, lies there, ready to strike again once he's healed up a bit. Or is that really about mm-hmm. to be a corpse that lies there? 
That's another horrifying thought, just leaving a giant corpse on Farmer Bun's farm. Yeah, circle of life. It'll turn into grass. I'm pretty sure Lion King told me that. Right, and then we eat the grass? Something like that. No, 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 no. Oh, the antelope eat the grass? And we eat the antelope. We eat the grass, and then King... No, yeah, we eat the grass, and then King Snugglemane eats us. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, What else is there to say? We do see... Have we seen a glimpse of the mouths like this before? Or is this our first sighting? This is... I think this is our best look at the extended Mao clan. I mean, we, we do get the silhouettes on his sisters in the episode... Where Geraldine was introduced as, or at least named. Right, like we, we're kind of really getting into it. Even to the point where we're already being introduced to family members that are not dead. <laughs> or they shouldn't be dead. His uncle shouldn't be dead. And yet he saw him in spirit form. I mean, Mal's been, been away. He doesn't talk to his family that often. I like, though, that they're just presented and it's not revelatory or done with any. It's just like, this is Mal's life. So, you know, he may or may not think about his family doesn't matter as an audience that we've not seen them at all, or it's, you know, kind of interesting. Like, oh, he has this whole heroic family. You know, that's interesting. This world is interesting. <laughs> because it's otherwise this silly little kingdom of little animals. But there are monsters, and there are heroes, and there is this weird Mao lineage. I just, I just want to see an episode where Badgerclops and Adorabat are watching, like, a documentary about the, the heroic members of the Mao family. And, like... It's mostly about them, but every so often you see Mamma like get mad and try to turn it. It's like Mamma's plotting to destroy the TV so they can't watch it, and they keep foiling him while watching the documentary. That'd be fun. <laughs> Meanwhile, while you're talking about the documentary, I'm just thinking about again how that documentary would exist because the technology in this world. Still, I'm like, is there just some metropolitan, like great bustling, advanced technology? region of the world where all the other characters are and the Mao family is and they're just doing a totally separate thing from this weird little clownish sideshow that Snugglemane's running. I don't know. Or maybe Kevin was bestowed his video camera by the great god Simmons and he has to go and film all the documentaries that are on television. <laughs> if they just end up pulling a like Chowder-esque, oh it's all just being drawn actively and we're running out of the budget. Or, well, they also do that in World of Gumball, don't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Parker Simmons, uh, I'd, I'd like to believe that that could be possible in this show, but I don't think they could go that meta if Simmons is the literal god. I know you didn't mean it that way, but I am taking it that way now and imagining, could Parker Simmons be the <laughs> god in this world? And my answer is no. I think it would be much more like OKKO where it's maybe a cob of corn or something. I was going to say, so you're saying he's not the god, he's the president? <laughs> president of the oh my gosh you see OKKO OK was so well thought out because they had a president of the universe and a cob it is is fully thought out different hierarchies see separation of powers baby meanwhile I'll never know in adventure time what uh who Prismo's bosses really were you know haunting thoughts I know we could always hope for another HBO Max special what is the HBO Max version of Mau Mau? Like, can it get... <laughs> like, just imagine if... Is that a thing? Is the next season of Mau Mau like an HBO Max exclusive instead of a, a cable show? Does that change everything? Everything else is HBO Max exclusive. Why not Mau Mau? 
What could Mau Mau do within that? I mean, all Cartoon Network really needs is gumball episodes to rerun and brand new episodes of Teen Titans Go to tease every quarter. So, yeah, if they got those two things, they're set. I don't know if Mau Mau, <laughs> the whole campaign where it was like, let Pearl say the F word. <laughs> he brought back Mau Mau with a raunchy mouth and Badger Clops. Those two characters, I would love to hear that way. Although, you know what? I'm okay with how they are here. And also, my final note of this episode is that just like Mau Mau reached his true form, Adorabat also reached her true form, being reduced <laughs> just to barking at, yes. <laughs> at one point. And I was like, that's it. That's the whole time I wasn't seeing it. What this like yelling, why it was so funny. And they just reduced it to the dog barking and i was like that's it so you know i don't need them to curse i just need the ultimate flanderization of like Dorbat just being the pet dog <laughs> that yips sometimes uh Dorbat is the chihuahua with the heart of a doberman <laughs> that's very apt but yeah i i noticed that i like that Dorbat, hold me i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the dusting for Prince gag was pretty good, too. You got to admit that. Like, you did not expect them to be using baking supplies for that. Or to be... Uh, oh, wait, no, they did figure it out after the... After the, this, whoever did this must have been wearing gloves. And then, oh, hey, there's a crime happening at the place Mau Mau went. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that it, you know, it just completed there. Like, Bad Crops was like, duh, of course. I do like, though, that Mau Mau sort of... His Outfit is just built to let him commit crimes. It's just automatically he can get away with them if the best technology we have is uh Well, he did have a surveillance system in his own house. For some reason, they stored the hard drives in the monitors. That doesn't make any sense. I can't explain why. When I was re-watching this episode, I thought for some reason they did a gag where Mama has slashed up the security system and then Badgerclops was going to say, Oh, well, let me just check the backup security system. That's what I was expecting, really? too. I can't, what is that? Why did I we can't remember that Because I know that that's happened in a cartoon episode. I just can't remember which one. Wow. wow, that's so funny. That's crazy, actually. We both thought of that. It's kind of like somehow the obvious joke, which I don't know why. So, yeah, we must have it somewhere in our shared conscious conscience somewhere. Maybe, maybe if someone can remember what cartoon episode we've seen. Uh, has that they can they can comment for us that'd be great but uh I'll, I'll i'll think and see if i can remember i'm glad i mentioned it that's so weird anyway he does not have backup security cameras but uh you know it's a good thought out there also just if you have security cameras why don't you have security cameras pointed on your security cameras stay safe america the world may never know anyway guys that's been us on sugarberry fever join us next week until then i'm gc13 and I'm David. Go enjoy some cobbler. And while you're at it, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Mm, Apple Cobbler Podcasts, baby. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. 